Hello, hello, it's Elizabeth Busby here, and welcome to Discerning Marriage. Today, we are talking about one of my big pet peeves, and that is why marriage prep is shorter than driver's ed. All right, you guys, on to my soapbox, I go. Suit up. When you are discerning a vocation, what you are discerning is how am I going to spend three-fourths of my life or two-thirds, depending on how long you live, how am I going to spend this massive chunk, the majority of my life, with whom am I going to spend it? How are my days going to run? How is my time going to be tied up, right? Because once you're in a vowed vocation, your time is not your own. How am I going to be spending my time for the vast majority of my life? When you're called to marriage, when you're discerning marriage, when you have gotten engaged and you are trying to form yourself in marriage, the amount of time that you spend being formed in this is anywhere from one weekend to a handful of meetings with a trusted mentor. If I had to choose between those two, my strong preference is the trusted mentor because you get personalized one-on-one attention. But if you go that route, you're probably getting like four to six hours, right? Very minimal, understandable because you know, you're operating within the constraints of time and engagement, but it's really not that much time. When you're at a weekend, you're with a big group of people. And sometimes it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sometimes it's just Friday, Saturday. Sometimes it's just Saturday. And you're just sitting there receiving this information and you have some time to process with your significant other one-on-one. But really as a whole, it is not that much time. You are preparing for your entire life, the rest of your life. That's a lot, a lot of years. A long time. If you live the average lifespan and you get married around the average time, we're talking like 40, 50 years. That is a long time to spend a handful of hours preparing for. If you are discerning celibacy, and here's where my heckles get up a little bit. If you are discerning celibacy, right? So to be a priest or to be a religious, you are getting years of focused formation. I have a really good friend who is in formation for, he's out of formation now. I've said in formation for so long, it's sometimes hard to like, (laughs) that he's out of it now. Um, He was in formation for 11 years. And I am talking like he had left his normal life and he had entered the Jesuit formation program and he went through a, actually I can't remember if he had a postulancy novitiate. I know my friend who was in the Norbertines had a postulancy, had a novitiate, and then had various levels of vows with various levels of intensive academic intellectual, emotional, spiritual formation for his vocation where he didn't have a job. He wasn't like obligated to do anything else with his time. This was his sole focus. And I know that religious sisters also get somewhere in the that big chunk of time. I don't, I don't know how all the orders work with religious sisters, but I do know that you get a postulancy, you get a novitiate, and then you get years of vows before. So when you are married, not only are you still doing your normal day-to-day life, which I can appreciate because when you're married, you are you know, going to work and doing all these things. You're living in the world. But you're when you're discerning, you're living in the world and you're trying to fit your vocational discernment in the margins, right? Naturally speaking, if you don't make a concerted effort, you're just going about your daily life and you're spending your, you know, Friday nights with your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever. When you think about the comparison, it is mind-boggling that when you are discerning celibacy, you get so much intentional focus time. And when you are discerning marriage, which is just as intense of a vow, okay? Both of the vows you can't get out of. Both of the vows are lifelong. Both of the vows are, how am I going to spend my time to get myself to heaven? Both of the vows carry that weight. And one of them, you carve out your whole life (laughs) to discern it for years. And one of them, they're like, please give me a weekend. Mm, You guys. Okay, so I can't change the entire system. 
although I would love to if I could. But what I can do is I can accompany you in as much as you are willing to let me to formalize this process a little bit more. And that is where my incredible Next Step program comes in, the program that the Institute has to offer. What is Next Step? Next Step is a formation program that walks you through what John Paul II calls proximate preparation for marriage. So back in the 1980s, John Paul II wrote a document called Familiaris Consortio. And one section of this document talked about his ideal version of marriage preparation. And shocker, it was more than just one weekend when you're already engaged. He had a three-step formation process. Um, Only the third one was the months and weeks leading up to your wedding, right? The second one is called proximate preparation, and he lists off a number of different things that you should cover in this stage of your life, when you're at an appropriate age where you're thinking about getting married, when you want some adequate catechesis or you have some catechesis and you want to dive deeper into what it means to be married, he lists off a bunch of things to cover and it's before you're engaged. So my team and I took these things, made them into a program that you can go through and you can deep dive into and you can process these things that John Paul II says are so important for if you're discerning marriage and if you think you're called to be married. It is an eight session program broken up into very, very manageable segments that you can go through. It has a study guide with questions that help you dive deep into the material help you start conversations with your significant other, um, help you if you're single process, you know, where you are in your life and the, the goals and dreams and desires you have. This program meets this need that I realized when I was discerning my vocation because I discerned celibacy first. I really, really, really wanted to be a nun and spend my entire day praying and serving the Lord. And I discerned with this order and I, the first step of the discernment was to go up for a weekend. And so I got to immerse myself in this community and it was so beautiful. And if I'd chosen to keep discerning, I would have gotten to step away from my normal life and dive into this community and really spend some time discerning. Now, married people do not have that luxury. Married people live their life in the world, so I can appreciate why quitting your job to discern marriage only to get back into the workforce maybe not be in your best interest. But in the time that you are not working, in your free time, which you have a lot of when you're single, way more than when you're in a vocation, you can use that time very intentionally and be very focused as you are discerning marriage. And next step is the perfect thing for you to do because this takes John Paul II's ideas. These were not my ideas. I did not come up with this structure. I did not come up with the format. I used what John Paul II said. Um, My team and I made it something that's accessible for you. And we give you the opportunity to deep dive into these things that are so helpful and that really allow you to have a formal preparation for marriage before you're engaged, a formal way to discern the vocation of marriage. Y'all, I I'm so excited. This has been on my heart for so long, and I am so ready, so ready to have this in your hands. So I hope that you are interested in this. If you're even just wanting to check it out a little bit, click the link in the description for more information about Next Step. And until next time, stay close to the heart of Jesus and be not afraid. Bye.